Spirit. Amen. All right. Praise Jesus Christ. So uh, we heard, many of us heard about the big news in, uh, in the culture, in politics. You know me, I don't like talk, to talk about politics, but I will speak truth. So the big news this week was that there was a leak in the Supreme Court that um, Roe vs. Wade would be overturned. And I just want to teach about what this actually does because there's a lot of misinformation about this ruling. This ruling does not make abortion illegal, unfortunately, but it does say that abortion is not a constitutional right that a person has. At Roe vs. Wade at that time, they basically read into the law that everyone has a right to abortion based on the Constitution. That was never written in the Constitution. That was never something that the constitutional writers, our, our fathers of this country, ever had in mind, that abortion was a natural right of mankind. Our natural rights are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and then the Bill of Rights, the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion. But abortion was never ever stated as a constitutional right. So, in all honesty, the right thing is Roe vs. Wade is going to be, I pray, um, abolished. Now, the battle will then turn to the states. And in this country, we're a republic, and every state is able to make their own laws based on certain things. The battle is now in the states. 50 states, different laws. Some states say that abortion can be up to nine months. In Virginia, it's actually insane where the baby can be born, and you can, if it's still connected to the umbilical cord, you can kill it. In Michigan, abortion will be illegal. So all states differ. But to me, the battle is not just in states, but is in each individual mind and each person. It's in the soul. We know that the devil is a liar and the father of lies. And there have been a lot of lies with, in terms of how the abortion industry has communicated this issue. It says, my body, my choice. Get your hand off my ovaries. You have no choice. Even our Catholic president, which I can't, I can't imagine him ever being Catholic with this kind of statement. But President Biden this week said, I believe that the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, but because I'm a child of God. He's basically saying that I'm allowed to say abortion is right or anyone can commit an abortion because of their identity as a child of God. By nature of my identity as a child, I can do the most abhorrent sin imaginable. Now, I understand that this topic is incredibly sensitive. Incredibly. I mean, first of all, politics is so divisive. I hate politics. I love truth. So forget about politics. But secondly, many people have experienced the pain of abortion. There are women, there are men that have procured abortion. I've heard confessions of people that have gone through abortion. And it was the most traumatic and difficult decision of their life. And the shame that they experienced in that process and committing it, the, the regret that they've felt, so it's not something easy to talk about. 
But let's still talk about it because you're hearing everything from the media and you're hearing everything from all these other things. So me as your priest, we have to talk about it. What is abortion? And the main question is, is the little baby, I I can't even say it otherwise, is the little baby in the womb of the woman, is that a human person? And when is it a human person? If it's not a human person, it's a surgical procedure, get rid of it, no big deal. If it is a human person, then abortion is the ending of a human life, aka murder. Biology confirms that the zygote, a zygote is the cell that is created at conception. How is a zygote created? The sperm travels to the egg of the woman and it creates a zygote, which is a human person. Biology says that it has the full genetic material of a new human person and fulfills all the biological conditions of life. Order, response to stimuli, cellular reproduction, growth and development, regulation, homeostasis, The zygote has DNA that is unique to the father and the mother. Every human has 46 chromosomes. Their DNA genetic makeup is this, and the zygote, at conception, when the sperm meets the egg, it becomes a human person genetically, biologically. And so abortion is not the removal of a clump of cells or a surgical procedure, but it is the killing of an unborn, developing child. As time goes on, though, in this crazily debated issue, you are all and we are all going to hear the emotional side of this issue. This issue is so emotional. Why shouldn't a woman have the right to choose what she does with her own body? And even thinking, if she doesn't want a baby, like, imagine moms, when you became a, when you became a mother first at conception, first of all, but when you delivered your child, your entire life changed. All, your, your whole life. And so if the culture will say, if a woman does not want to deal with those consequences of their whole life changing, then she should have a right to choose what the trajectory of her life becomes. You'll hear about women in the workplace. It's going to destroy that. You'll hear about the burden of motherhood. You'll hear about what it does to their bodies. And moms, you know what an unborn child in your body is doing to you. The baby will change her life forever. The emotional side of that is going to be so high. And we're going to hear that for the next, until November and then until after November. We're going to hear about this, the emotional side of abortion. But that does not take from, take away from what abortion is. Abortion is murder. It is the ending of human life. And no one should have the right to kill. The abortion industry says it's pro-choice. Don't call it pro-choice. It's called pro-abortion. They are for abortion. 
A culture that does not value life, as John Paul II says, is a culture of death. I saw a tweet uh, this week that said that overturning Roe vs. Wade will get rid of the hookup culture. Hookup culture that you can have sex with whoever you want. It doesn't matter. No consequences. If you get pregnant, just have an abortion. As Christians, we should celebrate the fact that the hookup culture will be diminished. People want to do whatever they want with their lives without any consequences. It's like kids. Kids do something wrong, they don't realize the consequences, and they say, who who cares? We have to reclaim the reality that sex is holy. Sex is made for marriage. Premarital sex is wrong. Sex has the potential to create life. And so, if you have sex and you're not married, you might get pregnant. People might say, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me not to have sex. I'm not. I'm telling you first what's right and wrong. And I'm telling you as a parent, as as all parents do, your actions have consequences. If you have a child in your womb after sex, that's one of the consequences. That's what happens. That does not give you the right to kill. In both cases, there are consequences. And as a community, we need to think about this issue in truth, not just with the emotions that surround it. All right. So there's a lot of brokenness in this world. And we need to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. St. Paul says today, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you once lived. Also, you lived among people, gratifying the cravings of your flesh and following its desires and thoughts. But St. Paul says this awesome statement. He says, but God. Can we just say, but God? Meaning that we were dead in our sin. We were living in our shame. We were in this place of the worst we could ever be. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of the great love he had for us, even when we were dead in our sin, brought us to life in Jesus Christ. By grace you have been saved. It is a free gift. But God. God works in every bad situation. But God. Jesus says, Amen, Amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but God, your grief will become joy. Joy is this hopeful expectation of a better tomorrow. Joy is rooted in hope, but God. Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. He says, in this world you will have trouble, but take courage. I have overcome the world, but God. God can do it. God can do it in your life. Whatever you've ever done in your life, that's the past. It's over Whatever's ever happened to you in your life, whatever you've ever experienced, 
in your life that is a broken place. But God, who was rich in mercy, out of the great love he had for us, even when we were dead in our sin, saved us and brought us to new life in Jesus Christ. But God. Jesus says, take courage. And so I pray that we hold on to Jesus in great courage. Don't listen to the lies that anyone's telling you. Speak truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen?